Welcome to the Heal at Home Moms podcast. I'm Dr. Jenna Bice. And I'm Dr. Erin Schinkel. We are both doctors of physical therapy, um, and this is our Heal at Home Moms podcast. Welcome to Heal at Home Moms podcast. We are here um, with Dr. Watson, um, Dr. Danielle Watson, who is a naturopathic medicine in Ontario, um, who has a pretty large passion for helping mothers postpartum and the recovery phase in the fourth trimester. Um, But I'll let her kind of introduce herself and give her credentials and kind of take it from there. Awesome. Hey, everyone. Um, So I am Dr. Danielle Watson. I'm a naturopathic doctor and I practice here in Ontario in Canada. Um, And like Erin said, I have a huge passion for helping moms in that fourth trimester um, after they've given birth. Um, I studied at the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine, where I earned my Doctor of Naturopathy degree. Um, I also have a background in psychology. My undergraduate degree was in psychology, so I have a huge passion for helping women with their mental health uh, postpartum. So huge. Um, We need that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, 100%. I agree. Um, I'm part of something called the Canadian Perinatal Mental Health Collaborative. Um, I'm on their uh, national committee. We are trying to get Canada to have a national perinatal mental health strategy because currently we don't have something like that. Um, so I'm trying to um, trying to improve care that way as well. That's amazing. Wow. Like 100% support yeah. you on that. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank um, you. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need more um kind of of that, you know, holistic care for moms. And I think like mm-hmm. even in America, I think that's something that we, we definitely lack uh, as far as yeah. um, how we treat mothers postpartum, I guess, more so. And one of the things I've seen you post was, you know, how there's just that shrug of the shoulders going, well, you're a mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what's mm-hmm. supposed to happen. <laughs> you know, those kind of things. Definitely. When I, when I first started practicing, I was seeing a lot of um, menopausal and perimenopausal patients. Mm-hmm. And what I found was that, um, you know, you do your intake and you ask them what's going on, um, what they're coming in for, and they would say their symptom. And it would be, you know, anything from like anxiety to heavy periods to whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And all of them, um, when I would ask when it had first started, would say, oh, it started when I had my kid like 30 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever it was. Um, so I started seeing that as a theme. And so I started asking, you know, why, why haven't we addressed this since <laughs> for right. the last like, yeah. two or three 30 decades? years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all of them would be like, oh, well, I was a mom. Of course, I had anxiety or insomnia or, you know, whatever, weight gain, whatever the thing was. Um, and so I started to find myself saying so frequently, being a mom isn't a diagnosis. We can't just, you know, write off your symptoms because you're a mom. Um, And I feel like, you know, in North America, we have this culture of attributing everything to motherhood, all these like ill health, signs of ill health. Um, I know you guys probably see it in your practice with, uh, you know, incontinence or low back pain or these things that just apparently come with motherhood. Right. But we, we, we know that that you know being a mom isn't a diagnosis, and there's something further that we can do for moms. So, at the time when I was practicing, I was like seven months pregnant with my first 
baby um, and new to practice. And I was kind of like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> what's about to happen? <laughs> like trying to research um, all the things. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, going through like my own postpartum experience and kind of seeing like what care was available, where those gaps were, um, that really spurred me on to wanting to kind of fill that in for moms because I saw it as a, a gap in the system for us. Absolutely. And I would, that, that term gap in the system is, you know, something, a huge statement because, um, there really is, um, we, we go on and we do the six week checkup and we say, okay, live life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's so hard for moms because there is not really a system in place of, okay, well, let's check your mental health. Like, I mean, they're starting to become a little bit more with the postpartum depression discussions Mm -hmm. um, and questions, but it's still not, in my opinion, really enough, um, you know, of what we need to do for moms, like asking those questions. Um, but then like, okay, we have you set up with, uh, this person to talk about your mental health, just kind of do a little screening, this person to talk about your nutrition and your wellness, um, Mm -hmm. and sleeping habits, things like that, you know, and those, those are things that are hard to figure out for your own mental health, but like our system is just not set up you know, you get like five minutes with the doctor or 10 minutes with the doctor. Yeah. And that's kind of one of my question is like what, um, so it's from, from a naturopathic medicine, cause that's a little different than mm-hmm. kind of like, that's a different type of medical practice, correct? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit about that? Definitely. So, um, naturopathic doctors, we take a, a look at the kind of the whole system of the person. It's it's very holistic in that way. And so we're looking really for kind of a root cause of symptoms. Um, so in my practice, um, like I was saying with those menopausal patients, I was seeing their root cause being poor healing in the postpartum time. So for me, I've really directed my practice to helping moms in their pregnancy and then into their postpartum journey so that I set the stage for their health long-term. Um, as naturopathic doctors, you know, we could do those, um, you know, the physical exams and the laboratory testing that you're used to, um, but our treatment would be different. So it's, it's diet, it's lifestyle advice. Um, it could be acupuncture or herbal medicine, a lot of nutrition. Um, and so that's kind of how I approach postpartum care. Um, I'm looking to see, you know, is there a, a physical cause for symptoms? You know, is there an issue with their thyroid or is there an issue, you know, with nutrient depletion? Because pregnancy obviously places considerable demands on the body <laughs> um, and trying to, trying to help from there. So I find um, postpartum care can be a really a team-based approach. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's something that each of us can offer, um, you know, the OB, the midwife, or um, the pelvic floor physiotherapist, the chiropractor, naturopathic doctor, nutritionist. Like we each have something um, that moms can use and some moms might need a little bit of everything and some moms might need just one or two supports. But um, it's important that we have those available for comprehensive healing. Yeah, I love that. Um, and, and that's kind of what, um, from the naturopathic medicine aspect of things, I really like is that you kind of help fill that, fill that gap um, and help the, mm-hmm. help the mother like realize, okay, well, maybe I do need, you know, this or this. And, and you, being able to suggest those things is, is wonderful. Um, I get a lot of questions mm-hmm. of like, well, is it okay to see a chiropractor? Um, and, (laughs) (laughs) um, and in the, I mean, I don't know about in Ontario, but in the U S like there is, um, 
like this, um, almost like a little competition, I guess, and, you know, between uh, practitioners. And it really shouldn't mm-hmm. be that. Um, there is, like you said, there's a, there's a place for everybody um, to provide yeah. the best care for people um, and mothers include mothers included and mothers, especially actually. So, yeah. so I always say, absolutely. I know some good ones. Here's some recommendations. <laughs> um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, so you um, try to find that root cause and develop like kind of a plan for, for the mother and what other, um, what other things that you do for like that postpartum depletion is what I believe you call uh, what you've called that mm-hmm. before. What, what kind of things are entailed yeah. with post postnatal depletion and where do you take that? How do you take that for the mom? Definitely. Um, so if possible, I like to start in pregnancy or even during the, the kind of preconception phase when people mm. are planning their pregnancy. Um, we've seen, you know, there's research to show that, um, many women entering pregnancy are already deficient in a number of different nutrients or vitamins, et cetera. And so what, uh, what the research is showing, you know, we're, we're often, a lot of us are, you know, delaying pregnancy compared to older generations. Um, we're busy women, you know, we have our careers, we yeah. have everything going on. And so we're, we're entering pregnancy depleted. And then pregnancy, of course, you know, you're, you're making a human from scratch. Right. <laughs> um, so uh, like, that I takes, like that. That That's takes a little bit, yeah. <laughs> it, you know, it takes a little bit of your body's resources to do that. So there's pregnancy, you know, the first trimester, a lot of women have severe nausea. They're not getting the, the, the nutritional content they need, you know, the second trimester, the third trimester and all those energy demands that happen. Mm-hmm. And then you go through labor which um, has been a, like likened to being like a marathon, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a ton of work on our bodies, especially as a first-time mom. It could be, you know, close to 24 hours long. Yeah. It's quite, quite demanding. And then for a lot of moms, they're learning to breastfeed, um, which is a huge skill in and of itself. Um, and the breastfeeding is taking more of those nutrient resources. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're doing all of that, you know, while bleeding, um, mm-hmm. healing. Yep. <laughs> you might have a tear and you're sleep deprived. Absolutely. Um, and so we see, we see um, a lot of us, we, we survive off of coffee. We kind of ignore our own nutritional needs. We take amazing care of baby. Um, you know, we're, we're being sure we're either feeding our baby with our breast milk as well as we can or our formula. Um, we're taking a lot of consideration into how we feed our baby. We're planning out nap schedules, all yep. these things, but we're not doing the same for ourselves. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so what I see is moms being very, very depleted um, So it, uh, in their micronutrients. Um, so most commonly things like iron, uh, vitamin B12, vitamin D, uh, zinc, iodine, all of these different nutrients. And what I think a lot of us forget is in that postpartum healing phase is, is we still we still need the nutrients the way we did during pregnancy. I think a lot of moms are really good during pregnancy because we feel like, oh, we're giving part of this to our babies so mm-hmm. we need to take care of our bodies and then postpartum it kind of goes all out the window mm-hmm. um and so i work with my patients um preferably to set up a plan you know as early as possible so that they're getting uh those nutrients in and then working on a postpartum plan um and if not you know if they're coming to see me uh for the first time and they're six months postpartum or a year or three years postpartum mm-hmm. uh, we mm-hmm. might be looking at some um testing um you know checking for iron deficiency checking for b12 deficiency 
efficiency. Um, and that in and of itself is such an easy fix, but it can often be something that um, makes a world of difference for moms um, in terms of how they're feeling. Yeah. Um, and to be yeah, able to see, tol- tolerate that the of... toddler years, especially. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when there exactly. is a little bit more <laughs> activity happening. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. I find... As moms, we, we often, we want to focus on our babies, mm-hmm. um, but as your doctor, I'm focusing on you because I know that a healthy mom can take care of um, her babies better. And, you know, you can be a, um, able to meet those crazy demands yeah, of absolutely. The, of the, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's taking a peek at those nutritional deficiencies. I look to be sure, you know, are they meeting their basic macronutrients, you know, those protein, fat. Um, carbs, are those all accounted for? Are their hormones healthy? That sort of thing. So when you're looking at like, um, like, like healthy kind of healing, I guess, um, when like you're talking about like anxiety and heavy periods and stuff, like, especially Mm -hmm. the heavy period thing, it's really interesting to me. Like what, what kind of things, um, should moms know about like when they're returning to a normal, they're getting back to a normal cycle. Is there something that um, women should be looking for when their cycles start to return? Cause I know that can be different for everybody, um, with breastfeeding or mm-hmm. not breastfeeding, things like that. Um, what are they looking for in like healthy periods? For sure. Yeah. I think, I think there's, um, almost like a mis- misinformation out there. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, if you're not breastfeeding your, your period can return as early as, you know, six-ish weeks postpartum if you're if you're formula feeding. But if you're breastfeeding, um, the the hormones involved in breastfeeding stop you from ovulating, so then you don't have a period. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in a mom who's still breastfeeding, if she does get her period back, it can be normal for those periods to be irregular for a bit, just because the hormones involved in breastfeeding right. will make ovulation less regular. So that can be normal. Um, it can also be normal to notice a slight and I mean slight increase to um, the level of bleeding that you're having just because your uterus has expanded. Um, it goes back, it doesn't go back to its pre-pregnant size. It goes back to its, to a non-pregnant state. So it's yeah. not at the same size as it was before. Um, so because there's more surface area, there's more room for a larger lining to grow. So you can have a heavier bleed. But what we see a lot is women you know, their their periods come back crazy heavy or they've completely stopped breastfeeding and it's still irregular. And I think that can play into what's happening with um, their their hormonal health, Mm -hmm. of course, but also their nutritional health. Mm -hmm. Um, So deficiencies in in different um, nutrients can impact how our periods are, you know. Um, And so so it can be kind of taking a comprehensive look just beyond um, the periods to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. I always recommend if possible, you know, if we can track our periods and see what's going on, period tracking apps can be helpful for that. Yeah. Um, they're not the best at predicting something like ovulation, but they can be helpful to get a sense of like what's going on month to month, help us remember and kind of right. tune into that. Um, and I think a lot of us kind of have gotten inundated with the message that our periods should be 
uncomfortable, they should be a burden, all those kinds of things. And, you know, your your period shouldn't be excruciatingly painful. It shouldn't cause you to, you know, need to take days off work. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, all of these things that I think as, as women, uh, a lot of people have grown up expecting that to happen. Um, and so postpartum, when it happens, what we often see is moms just hearing, well, your mom, your period changes after. And mm-hmm. it can change. But it should still not be, you know, affecting your quality of life. Correct. Yes, like that. So that's something that I think um, is not often discussed enough, um, that your peers can mm-hmm. actually, like, tell you, like, what if there's something else going yeah, on. Definitely. So. It's, some people call it almost like a monthly report card on your health. It's like, <laughs> like what's that. been happening? <laughs> um, but, you know, we find like, especially during like stressful times, like something like um, what's happening with the global pandemic right yeah. now, we might find that women experience, you know, more painful periods or an irregular period just because stress can play a role into how our period health is too. And obviously, you know, postpartum, there's a lot more, you know, there's a lot of different stressors. Well, and that's too, like, um, you know, if you're not eating well, like you were discussing, lacking some mm-hmm. nutrients or you're not getting enough sleep that increases anxiety levels as well. You know, those kind of things are very important. Um, and that, that kind of shows in your periods as well. So, um, definitely one thing that we also talk about, um, with cycles, as far as physical therapists go is like, if you're like, cause the uterus expands, like, so it doubles in size, like during your period. And if you're feeling like a ton of pressure in the perineal area, so in the pelvic floor area, you know, and, and, and it just, you know, you're inundated and almost feel like things are falling out um, and then having mm-hmm. spasms or bladder or bowel issues around your periods. Those are all signs of, you know, not a healthy pelvic floor, too. Um, yeah, it's really interesting that, you know, even from like a nutritional and anxiety stressors and hormones, what the period shows, but also what's going on with the muscles, too, um, is pretty Definitely. important. I feel like we often forget that our body is so interlaced, you know, Mm -hmm. there's, it's not ever just one thing by itself. It Mm -hmm. can be a combination of factors. And that's often why I think people need more than one healthcare professional taking a look Mm -hmm. Um, because it could be a combo. Absolutely. (laughs) It could be a little bit of everything. (laughs) Yeah. No, I love that. Um, And that's, that's an important, um, important aspect of, you know, like holistic care, I think. Um, And, and Mm -hmm. certainly it definitely takes a village for a mom. You know, we talk about village for a child, but it's, it's really, you know, should be about the mom and making sure the mom's feeling great because if the mom's doing well, that's another thing I saw recently um, that you had talked about. If the mom is doing well, that actually helps with the baby. So um, if, if we can yeah. change our mindset of like, it's all about the baby. Well, you, like you said, your, your health is what's going to help that baby um, the most um, through both Definitely. your breastfeeding, your mental anxiety, your stressors, things like that. All of that gets translated into the child, right? So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, even at those absolutely, early, yeah. early stages, but yeah. So um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So really awesome. Um, so I love that concept. And you do have like some courses, right, available for those kind of Yeah, I do. 
I do, yeah. I, I have a um, a labor support course for moms, um, kind of setting them up for the stage of postpartum care. Um, and then I have a um, postpartum uh, continuing education course for practitioners um, that takes a look at this kind of comprehensive um, way of viewing postpartum care. I, I have some free downloads as well um, okay. if people are interested uh, through my Instagram, yeah. um, like setting up a postpartum care plan, because um, I think that's so important. We, we focus so much on, you know, our birth plan and our, mm-hmm. our nursery and our registry, and those things are all wonderful, and they're so fun. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> um, click, click, but we, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, we, we forget about um, setting up a plan for ourselves mm-hmm. and how to heal. And, and like we said, that translates into good outcomes for baby. So I love moms to be able to focus on that. So I've made a few things free and accessible so that um, that's available for people. That's awesome. And I would agree, like trying to make a plan ahead of time, um, mm-hmm. like during your pregnancy pre or even preconception, like you had talked about, like, how am I going to do healing wise? And, um, (laughs) um, it's really funny. Um, I have the patients, so I do not have any children, um, myself, um, Jenna has Mm -hmm. three children of her own, but, um, all of my patients are like, well, when you have a child, you're going to be so prepared. You're going to know everything to do. (laughs) And I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) I mean, it's different, you know, it's, it's different knowing things and then it's different than going through things. Um, and you know, having to make a plan, yeah, I will have to like schedule things and make things, you know, and you, but you can't control what happens during your, during your pregnancy, during your delivery, like those things are different for everybody, but at least laying out like a a basic understanding and having like a team behind you, like family, friends, doctors, naturopathic medicines, you know, all of your therapist, you know, whoever else, you know, on board, like to support you when you need it. Um, I think definitely. Yeah. I feel like, um, as practitioners, we often are, we, we feel so prepared because we have so much, um, knowledge on things. And I, I know I was the the same year. I was like, okay, I got this. Mm -hmm. I know a lot, Uh, (laughs) but (laughs) then, then you get into it yourself. And, um, obviously, you know, the, 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 the few things you didn't know are what the problems are for you. Um, and so it, it can be definitely quite a humbling experience. We have the knowledge to find the tools to support ourselves. Um, and so that might be where we have an advantage, but it's definitely mm-hmm. uh, learn on the job kind of yeah. experience. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, and, and it's, kind of, it's kind of interesting that like even as healthcare professionals, um, we tend, you know, we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this. I got this. I can do this. Like, I, I know what I need to do, mm-hmm. you know, but like, you know, when it comes down to it, you're still under that same newness under the, like, yeah. okay, this is different. This is not what I expected. Um, and I think that's yeah. something that like women need to understand, like, you know, if you have a team kind of behind you, um, they can help mm-hmm. you with those things. Cause you're not going to you're not necessarily going to be able to put into motion those things. And so like having like that plan is really important. So yeah, it's funny. Like we envision what's going to happen, but we don't anticipate the level of like sleep deprivation, Mm -hmm. the physical healing or the physical discomfort. Um, Especially, you know, if you've had an episiotomy or if you've had a significant tear and you're trying to heal from that. Um, I think we we envision postpartum without those. And then when you're, you know, exhausted and everything, it's a different 
Uh, different story. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so that, that's that's great. And so you have some resources for these women, and that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Like and and knowing where to find them and things like that. So um, for the listeners, mm-hmm. um, her Instagram is the Mother Doctor. You have your link to your website and free downloads and stuff yep. there, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. 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 So awesome. So definitely check her out and see. Um, all that she has to offer, because again, like we've been talking about (laughs) is to, it takes a team. It takes, it takes a lot of effort, um, to kind of prepare for that. So I really appreciate, um, you coming on and, uh, hanging out with us and talking about like that postnatal depletion and what kind of things you have to offer for these women, um, and some information. Is there anything else like you want to make sure that these women can understand or like any information you want to like continue talking about? No, that that's, that was great. Thank you so much for having me on. If um, anyone has questions about anything I've said, um, yeah, my Instagram, the mother doctor, um, there's tons of free resources. There are lots of posts about what you'll be going through in the postpartum or during pregnancy. Um, and you can always reach out for, um, for support there. Awesome. And then you do like for the, we have a lot of Canadian listeners and followers as well. Um, Is there like a way that they can reach out to you as far as like healthcare and telehealth, things like that? Definitely. So on my Instagram, there's also a link to my website. My website's themotherdoctor.com. So not much different to remember. (laughs) Um, uh, I can see patients within Ontario. That's where I'm licensed to practice. Um, I see patients online or in person if you're very local. But yeah, you can definitely reach out to me. I'd love to have a one-on-one appointment as well. Awesome. Thank you so much, Daniel. I really appreciate all of the information you um, are, you know, capable of giving these women. So loved talking to you. So thank you very much. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to our Heal at Home Moms podcast. Um, We hope you enjoyed this information and we hope that you were able to review and share with family and friends that you think might benefit. This podcast is part of Heal at Home Moms. Erin and I are two doctors of physical therapy and we created this online program of exercise and education to help moms know how to heal their own bodies after they have a baby. So you can learn more at healathomemoms.com and you can save 30% on the program with a discount code MOMCAST30. That's MOMCAST30, all caps.